Welcome to RTG, Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation. We are your casters, Rob and Seb. How you doing, bro? Yo, yo, yo. Doing good, bro. Doing good. Just chilling. Uh, Loki, should we flex the Dogecoin? Let's flex it. Dogecoin, everybody. Um, true story is I have a bunch of Dogecoin in one of my old laptops. Mm. I got to figure out where it is because it's a couple million Dogecoin and nice. I bought it like six years ago. So pray for me, every listener out there, because I could be sitting on thousands of dollars. Yep. Yep. He's going to be loaded. Five Gs, maybe. Maybe five, five Gs. Gs. Five Gs easily. That's good. So as always, we want to give a quick shout out to everybody out there listening to us. And there's some local businesses you guys should check out um, coming up. As you know, California is opening up. Valentine's Day is around the corner. Mm. You could be using some of these services. Um, if you like succulents, beautiful, cute stuff that you see on Etsy or Pinterest and Instagram all the time, check out Pete and Pebble. Um, get one for your boo, boy or girl, mm. or binary or whatever you decide to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as things are opening up in California, you probably want to get glammed up, get your hair did, look fantastic, maybe on a date, Valentine's Day is coming up. So I would really recommend you hitting up Ashley Hair and Makeup. Ashley's been mm-hmm. doing this for a long time in California. She previously like wrapped up the Oscars, the Grammys. She's in North Hollywood. She does hair and makeup. Um, she's a success story out of Florida and she's fucking killing it, man. I mean, she basically does all the CW or yeah, it's the CW, not the WB, but she does all the CWB shows. Mm-hmm. And one last quick shout out to my boy, Aaron. I've known him for almost 10 years now. He just became Esquired translation he's a lawyer so if you want to hit him up on his instagram that's a 12 en you know he can provide you with all the best lawyering information you possibly need and what does he specialize in i have no idea all i know is Mm. he just passed the bar and so i gotta Mm. give a quick shout out for him and that's about it and as always all topics are generated from the pyrex ball shaken not stirred Let's see what horrible mess we'll get involved with today. Got to come up with a better way to do it, but we'll see. World's largest insect protein farm signals future of food supply. Ooh. So when will we be eating bugs instead of meat? Again world's largest insect protein farm signals future of food supply so we will be eating bugs instead of meat there's some snow piercer stuff you seen snow piercer stuff? yeah snow piercer stuff i don't know how the vegans are going to feel about us eating bugs though mm. oh yeah. hold up they're not like yeah that's a living thing so damn i mean yeah. a lot of people don't do bug eating anyways so that's going to be a, no pun intended, hard to swallow, you know, uh, as in it's going to be something that's difficult to um, uh, kind of wrap your head around. Even if it tastes good, like chicken flavored bugs. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like uh, 
Snowpiercer kind of did it, spoiler alert, but Snowpiercer kind of did it with, um, you know, like last measure to feed a population that they didn't want to feed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know how it would be for people. Maybe like, in, like you know, it will colonizing Mars and stuff like that. You'll need to do things like that. But I don't know if Earth will ever get to that. You know, I mean, I'll pretty much eat anything that's like shaped in like chicken breast, hot dog mm-hmm. or steak. Mm-hmm. As long as the illusion is there. I think that's the most important thing. Like even when you see some of these like uh, uh, Beyond Meat or like these mm-hmm. like vegan like foods, um, if you can fool your audience and it tastes good, no one's really going to know the difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do agree. If Spoilers to everyone that hasn't seen like Snowpiercer. Like those bars of protein or calories. Jeez. I mean, they look like jello, like giant jello bars. Like, they actually look good. I mean, seriously, I would just want to bite into it. But if it gives you the substances you need, it might be a great alternative, especially with our growing population. And if people mm. want to sort of go away um, towards meat, um, if it's, it's going to offer you calories and proteins and it's not going to make you sick, I mean, what's yeah. so bad about it? All you have to do is learn how to package it and people eat it. Yeah, it's packaging is a big part of it. Marketing is a big part of, part of it. And just basically um, putting it in, it's kind of like packaging, but not like literal packaging, but like putting it in a, you know, in a shape that will be appealing and not just yeah. some like brick bar, you know? Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, if it looks like chicken yeah. breast, because that's literally my diet right now. So mm-hmm. I just get thinly crust, thin, thin crust. Ooh, <laughs> thin, I like thin, that. <laughs> thin crust uh, chicken breast. Thinly sliced chicken breast. I just marinate that stuff, pop it into mm-hmm. an air fryer, and yeah. I consume it. And it's ready in 10 minutes, and it tastes wonderful. Now, if they're able to do this, I mean, people are already eating escargot, which is snails. So mm. I don't see why people would not try this uh, since it's already done all around the world. There are people like when I would watch those travel channels, there's like mm-hmm. bugs already o- always being sold. So crickets or God knows what else. People's yeah. delicacies are very different. I know we are very pl- privileged and spoiled living in the United States to have like so much chicken, cow and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But in other places, cows are worshipped like in India. Yeah. But, you know, to each his own, you know, I will never know. That, yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't know if I'll be able to, like, do that. I mean, I used to buy, like, as a joke, those little lollipops with, like, a scorpion in it. I bought one for my nephew, you know. He's like, oh, cool, but, like, I'll never actually try one, you know. It's just, I couldn't, I would fail if I ever got onto that um, fear factor, that Joe Rogan fear factor thing. Yeah. I would totally fail that. I can't eat bugs. I can't eat shit like that, like. I don't know the idea of it is just disturbing even the idea of and not to be like i'm not like really like hey you know you shouldn't eat animals or anything but um i get disturbed when i watch those videos of like those chickens just being like you know twirled and deplucked and just mangled you know and you're eating that like ugh, like i don't want to watch that like i mean if that if if they could figure out a way i'd rather have some sort of thing where they can actually artificially make the meat Mm-hmm. that'd be better for me than to make it out of like um protein pulled off from like spiders and shit like that or whatever it's Top gonna be it's stuff. gonna be re- it's gonna be really difficult to i don't know maybe with a 3d printer i mean they mm-hmm. can make anything with 3d, 3D printer yeah. 
too expensive um, though. Way yeah. Too expensive. Yeah. And, 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 you know, watch the market saying like, oh, this is going to help reduce like greenhouse gas. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of money, time, mm-hmm. effort to grow cows and to make sure they are taken care of properly. And yeah. I always beg the question is, you know how sometimes we get these, I mean, cows, they live longer lives, but they're like, what if you're eating a cow that in the beginning they weren't using non-antibiotic stuff, you know? And then like, it's like, oh, all of a sudden now you're eating organic stuff. For like five years, it was eating non-organic stuff, but I, I don't see any way around it. There's going to be an issue with our growing population to be able to provide it with proper substance and food and calories. Yeah. It's, it's the only way. And the problem is the old guard that has all the resources, they're not letting go and they're not adapting or changing. That's why I feel like companies like Tesla are successful because mm-hmm. cars were made the same way they were like for the past 60, 70 years. And they're like, you know what? If I'm starting off new and big, I can do it mm-hmm. way better and different. And that's why yeah. there are companies that are leaps and bounds just getting ahead of everybody. Yeah, totally. I think if a um, SpaceX or Tesla version of like the food industry comes out like a specific like you know i don't know the conglomerates of food industries you know nestle there you go yeah they're like huge one Mm -hmm. of the biggest providers of cow or meat is in Mm -hmm. brazil it's like this low-key stock that nobody really knows about but apparently like 60 percent of the entire world's beef comes from them I just checked like how long cows live just mm-hmm. out of pure curiosity and it's 18 to 22 years so that's crazy dude like it's kind of really messed up that we just literally slaughtered them 22 years is a decent amount 22 years was how long humans used to live not too long ago so I mean that was the average human like span 22 or 25 or whatever it was so that's like messed up they were just like straight up murdering them and eating them in mass and it I mean, I'm not the type of person that's like, hey, you shouldn't kill animals to eat them, period. Mm-hmm. I understand there's, there's necessity, but I mean, there's a, there is a limit. You know, it's an excess amount of just killing or breeding these animals and then murdering them is kind of ridiculous. So I, I'm totally on board with thinking of alternate food sources. Mm-hmm. And if that means sacrificing, um, because that's an in- interesting question, you know, like to sacrifice um like prestige and quote-unquote quality of food you know the taste and all that stuff to sacrifice that um just so you can just provide yourself with the sustenance you need and that's all you know in in a way that's so um humanitarian Mm -hmm. that's so such a globalist ideology to care about the earth and everything too uh but uh, i can see an argument where someone would say like you know that's so restrictive you know, like, what kind of life would I have to live if I just eat for necessity? And it's like, dude, it's kind of sucks. We're just hurting these chickens because those those chicken plants are really disturbing. I don't know if you've ever seen one. No, I've seen them. They're very frightening. And mm. I feel like our food source is just not even like when we overfish. Like, there's, mm. I, I, there has to be a limit because I, I remember the days when you went to Vegas, you go to a buffet. I'm like, wow. I feel this buffet could feed entire LA County, like all the buffets that they mm-hmm. have. They had so much food and so much food gets wasted or dumped. Yeah. 
And there's so many regulations that they don't provide this food afterwards. Like if the food is there and they can't eat it or sell it, they have Mm -hmm. to throw it away. So I think there just has to be a game changer or someone that has the means and resources to say like, hey, this is how the supply chain for food is going to be. But then you get really like you're getting into like the hands of how people control your food. Like sometimes you just don't even want to. Yeah, FDA or you know, even like, like that's common saying is like, you don't want to know how your food is made sometimes or Mm -hmm. who's cooking your food. You just want to enjoy the meal itself. And I guess the real perpetrators of the problems are developing nations like the United States that we have so much food, like we consume so much more food compared to like, like a billion people in India. Like there's like Mm. 1.7 billion people. We eat probably way more than they do. Mm. Um, And the problem is if, other countries adapt to the way we eat it's a big problem because the resources like for cows they take up a lot of room a cow is huge like think about like how much room a cow can space i mean you see cows in the field but -hmm. think about how much room like a thousand cows takes up and making sure they're fed and eaten Mm -hmm. and i know that they'll always try to use the sayings like oh imagine like how much um, greenhouse emissions we will reduce if we stop mm-hmm. eating red meat but mm-hmm. keep in mind that nearly 70 percent of all the greenhouse gases that are coming out are like made up of like 100 companies 100 companies mm-hmm. and china's coal production that they use produces 14 percent of that 70 percent of like all greenhouse gas which is crazy yeah um, regulation is is um Honestly, regulation is a very complex thing because I I have like I watched this this TED talk. It was like TEDx, I think, on mm-hmm. the Swedish guy who was explaining how even though it's like important to regulate these countries, like even the United States and stuff like that, China, up and coming big big countries, um, it's also in a way like it's like you're tricking everyone, right? These countries came up like United States came up by basically not having any regulations yep they got ahead in the race and then now we are telling the world hey these third world countries you can't use the method we we used Mm -hmm. you can't cheat your way and destroy this earth and get ahead and become a first world country yeah you can't do that anymore because it's wrong but so now we're on the moral high ground now that we've already succeeded and that's an argument that like you know really needs to be like at least looked into at least accepted you know that hey it's it's easy to take the moral high ground when you've succeeded already like when a rich person tells you like oh you should really think about like exploring what you feel like you love in your life go fuck yourself hold up you have you worked 15 hours a day kill yourself and barely make rent like it's easy to say when you don't have anything to do or you're rich and you have a thing. So it's the same concept with like nations, you know, these, these poorer nations are just really, they're hurt because it's like, dude, we're trying to become a first world too. And we're even doing the same things you did. But now since you're up here, you're saying you can. So I really like to take it back. I think, you know, screw it. I'll, I'll be willing to try it. You know, it sounds disgusting, but a lot of things before might have sound disgusting too and they ended up like people adapting to it yeah you know, if, it, if it means a longer like lasting planet then i'm i'm all for it i mean our planet will last whether we last is a different question yeah i mean yeah. we gotta always remember that like we haven't been around for a long time i mean the time we've been here if a like, comparison to like the existence of the universe is yeah. very small 
So well, I mean the ecosystem, a longer lasting eco sustainable ecosystem for humanity. You know, like we're always constantly looking for that person that comes up with that cheat code. Like it's really mm. I know we brought up Snowpiercer, but it's like we're always looking for that cheat. Hey, we're not gonna change our ways. It's yeah. it's it's very similar to like us as human beings, we're animal of habit. We don't want to change. We want yeah. to stick with whatever is comfortable. Even with me changing my diet and just like not eating certain things and having certain mm. meals, I have lost so far like 10 pounds by just sticking to a routine diet. Mm. And do I cheat? Yeah, 100%. But I think we really all need to get a little bit of uncomfortable, especially in America where other people have already just lived under the uncomfort. And if possible, we just need, like, I really feel like whether there's oligarchs or not, there are just people that are just keeping things down the way it is. They're just maintaining the status quo. It's very hard to become an outlier in an industry to change um, everything. Like even Elon Musk, he's making electric cars, but it's still being powered by oil. Like it's, you know, our energy system that powers our cars. If he said like, hey, I've rediscovered our energy grid. Hey, I'm making um, these charging stations viable because I have a nuclear power plant nearby that's going to charge all these things. Our energy is not any different. Um, yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Here's yeah. to our bug burgers in the future, Rob. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah. Pretty much this conversation has been taken to its fullest extent. Goodbye. Alright.